strength, speed, power, all things Dexter Athletics. Welcome to the Iron Grip Podcast. Here's your host, strength and conditioning coach, Chris Whitaker. Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first installment of the Iron Dread Strength and Conditioning Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Chris Whitaker, strength and conditioning coach, health and wellness and sports exercise health science teacher at Dexter High School in Dexter, Michigan. This podcast all started up as part of a activity that I gave to my students in my health and wellness and sports science classes where they were to research out some of the topics that we were discussing in class and put it the data that they discovered or the information that they discovered from that podcast into a podcast format as to teach others about it. So in a consistent effort to challenge the students and hold up with the phrase, you know, I'll never ask a student to do something in the classroom or in the weight room that I wouldn't do myself, I decided to start this podcast. This podcast is going to be about all things in our Dexter School community, uh, specifically our athletics department, our strength and conditioning program that we just started. We're going to talk more about that on this episode. We might have guests come by every once in a while, our coaches, our athletes, administrators, special guests. You never know who might swing by the Iron Dread podcast. Now, let's get into our Iron Dread strength and conditioning program. Dexter High School has never before had a universal strength and conditioning program. Uh, This is something that our head coach, football coach, Phil Jacobs, and I came together to start. And it is a unified strength program that involves all of our athletic programs here at DHS. Our kids are coming in. Uh, This week we kicked it off with 30-minute intro sessions where kids came in and they learned bench press technique. We talked about our tier system approach that we utilize in the weight room and how we move through the weight room, safety protocols, things like that. We think that the first week so far has been quite a hit. We've seen a lot of positive feedback from coaches and our student athletes as to the program and really seems everybody is liking it and enjoying it. So we're happy about that. We're going to continue to work our schedule to best fit what we have going in the weight room, um, and our best fit our equipment that we have available. Uh, we have probably 500 athletes or so to work through this weight room on both in-season and off-season protocols. So it's an exciting time for us here uh, in getting this going. We believe that this strength and conditioning program is going to elevate our entire athletic programs uh, to a new level, as well as help our students build confidence, self-esteem, and also limit the amount of injuries that we could see from our student-athletes here at Dexter High School. Uh, We, in preparation for this strength and conditioning program, we looked at our injuries that we've had over the last calendar year and compared them to some studies uh, that looked at national averages. And as an entire department, Um, Our student-athletes were suffering uh, quite a few 
more injuries than uh, the national average. Uh, specifically, we had over 17 bone fractures in the time period that we looked at, which that and along with uh, 10 or so ligament tears in the knees, um, which to me, in my opinion, is a injury, right? bone, both bone fractures and ligament tears are injuries that can be significantly reduced, if not prevented, in most cases, by solid fundamental strength and conditioning. So we hope to bring this to our students and get as many of our student athletes involved. If you're a parent of a student athlete and you have more questions about this, uh, you can contact me, Coach Whitaker, uh, via the school, my school email, whitakerc at dexterschools.org, and I'll answer some more of your questions. Uh, we're going to take a quick break right now, and we'll come back with more about our Iron Dread Strength and Conditioning Program. The Iron Dread Podcast is brought to you in part by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction, available for all your DJ and line dance needs. Please visit crankitupdjdancing.com for booking information. So crank it up! All right, folks, welcome back to the Iron Dread Podcast. This next segment, we're going to talk about our tier system, what it is, how it works, and how we utilize it to best fit our athletes in the weight room. The tier system was created by strength and conditioning coach Joe Ken. He was at Arizona State University for quite some time, as well as a few other places. At Joe's book, Athletic-Based Strength Training, The Tier System, he lays out a complete format for this system and how it is utilized across all levels of athletic competition to develop better athletes. The way the tier system works is each day the student athletes come into the weight room. We at Dexter will work a three-tier system. There are five-tier systems, seven-tier systems. For us, in our time that we have allotted, it, we feel it works best using three tiers. The three tiers will have a primary movement focus. Each tier will be set up of upper, then lower, and total body movements, and they rotate through as we go throughout the weekly cycle. On a day where it is a upper body focus, uh, the upper body movement will be foundational of the day. For example, we'll use the bench press. As we go through that tier, there will be anywhere from three to five stops along that tier that the student-athletes will go through. For example, we use the bench press as the first stop. The student-athlete will be completing sets of the bench press there. After about a 20-second timer, a buzzer will go off, and the student-athlete will move to a second station, which could be a spot, which could be a weight change station, or an accessory movement. 20 seconds, they move to the third spot. 20 seconds, they move to the fourth spot, and so on, depending on the sizes of our groups. 
We have the capability to run six groups of five student-athletes each. Uh, that's our maximum capacity for our space. And we really click the kids through with speed and efficiency. Their rest periods will be when they're changing weights or spotting other people. This allows us to get the student-athletes in and out of the weight room. An in-season team will be in and out of the weight room from the time they start their warm-up to the time that they walk out our door in 40 minutes. A off-season team during this winter cycle will work through the three-tier system and their programming in about 45 minutes from the time that they start their warm-up to the time that they leave. Once we get into the summertime, we'll probably expand out the tiers, get a little more work in because everyone will be considered off-season then. Now let's talk about bar loading. The system we utilize to put weight on the bar in this early stage of our program is a modified RPE system or rate of perceived exertion. The RPE scale works like this. We start at a level one and work our way to level five. A level one on the RPE scale means that when the student athlete completes the assigned repetitions for that working set, a level one, right, they finish the set, they have not had enough weight on the bar. They could easily do many more repetitions with that weight for that given number of repetitions, that given number in that set. Uh, so level one is too light. We bump to a level two, which is our moderate intensity level, meaning when that athlete finishes their set, their prescribed set for the day, they would have about two repetitions left in the tank before they would reach failure. Level three is our heavy protocol where that athlete completes the number of sets and they have approximately one repetition left in the tank. Uh, should they do that extra repetition, they would reach failure. And level four is our max effort RPE rating, meaning that when the athlete finishes the assigned number of repetitions for that set, they have no more repetitions left in the tank. Level five is an area where we say that the weight is too heavy. The athlete cannot finish the prescribed number of repetitions, or if they can finish the prescribed number of repetitions, their technique has frayed away uh, to a level that we are not comfortable with. We stress technique here, and if they're hitting that point, then number five is kind of our high-end cutoff point. So that's where we start to talk to kids using the RPE scale Right, trying to keep us above a 1 and below a 5. And that allows us to adjust the weights accordingly. So, for example, if a student athlete comes in one day and they didn't sleep much the night before or they're a little fatigued from a, a, a practice, they're working at that intensity level for their body for that day. Uh, sometimes in the past we've done things with percents of one rep maxes and we're not completely writing that off either for us once our athletes get some training time under the bar to control intensity that way. But sometimes we see, especially during the school year, when athletes have a lot more uh, stress on their plates as far as practices, tests, uh, homework, things like this, that the RPE method, in my belief, is one that we can use to kind of adjust to fit the athlete on that day in that time. If somebody, if a, you know, a student athlete is extremely fatigued and we try to have them put you know, 85% of their one rep max on their back for a set of four, well, that 85% might have been on their best day. But as we said before, if that student athlete only slept for three hours because 
they didn't manage their time correctly and were up too late working on a homework assignment, uh, to ask them to come in and perform at that level might not be feasible for that day. So that's why we like the RPE method, uh, especially early on here when our student athletes are still very new to training. Uh, we have kids that have trained in other avenues of strength and conditioning, um, but many of our student athletes have a very young training age, meaning they have not spent much time in real structured strength and conditioning sessions. Um, their experience, if they have lifted, usually has been kind of just random training sessions thrown out there, uh, not with proper programming or technique. It's just been the kids that have been interested in training, finding a way to get into their local wellness center and moving some weight. As part of our program, they're going to learn how to move weight correctly, safely, to protect themselves and enhance their overall athletic ability. That is one of our primary goals in this strength program, is to enhance overall athletic ability. That's why this unified strength program model works so well, because we're not creating just better football players or better hockey players or better dance team members. We are creating better athletes, that athletic ability that they gain the strength power that they're gaining from our sessions will then in turn be applied to their specific skills of their sport and make them better we also look at this program from its ability to prevent injuries injuries at dexter high school have been very bad we stated that earlier in our session here on the podcast and our ability to program correctly and train proper movements uh, are going to allow us to prevent student injuries. Uh, we provide a functional strength training approach where the student athletes are utilizing body movements that are planned throughout the weekly cycle to hit all the major body movements uh, to, again, develop the overall athlete. At the same time, we're using and building into our tiers uh, functional mobility exercises that are going to help increase range of motion at our joints. We're also looking at prehab things where we have our problem areas for our athletes. Uh, for example, our swimmers have a lot of issues with shoulders because that's their primary mover in their sport. So we're going to do things to help strengthen and reinforce those joints so that they don't become a problem. They can build up muscular endurance in these areas. So when they're training and their hard swims, well, their, their shoulders aren't going to fade away on them. They're going to be protected. Uh, we also are going to utilize you know, hitting the knees, the ankles, these problem areas that we see for a lot of our student athletes. Neck strengthening. One of our, the big issues right now in sport is, is concussions, and we can do our part to prevent concussions or decrease the likelihood of concussions by strengthening uh, the muscles around the head and neck. If somebody's got stronger muscles around their head and neck, it's been proven that their risk for concussions goes down significantly. In addition, we also can provide nutritional guidance for our student-athletes to help them recover from these sessions. So the athlete is not just training with us, but they're learning how to recover with us. And we all know, as a strength and conditioning coach, is that it is the recovery sessions where the gains are made. They come in, they work hard with us, they put in the time in the weight room, but if they're not recovering correctly, they're not going to 
reap the benefits of the program. So we're going to be able to provide them with some guidance and help them. By no means are we nutritionists, by no means are we doctors, but we can kind of give some general recommendations. Uh, the student athletes can try them out, and if they work for them, they work for them. If not, we can go another route. We also can utilize nutrition to help some of our kids reach their goals body composition-wise. We have student athletes that, for their sport, they may need to gain lean body mass. For example, our linemen, our football linemen. We have some offensive linemen, defensive linemen type players here that are on the lighter side to be able to play that position effectively. We can help them with nutritional guidance and proper training protocols, of course, to increase their lean body mass. We have a bioelectrical impedance reading scale that we can start to look at percent body fats and help the student athletes understand how nutrition and training uh, can help them to gain lean body mass and not gain body fat mass because the health risks, et cetera, involved in large percentages of body fat mass. So these are things that we can look at. We also have through our athletic training department um, a needs assessment where we can look at these movement patterns and find strength imbalances within our kids and help them to develop those so those don't become a problem. If somebody has weak muscles in certain areas, that could lead them to injuries. We see it a lot with student-athletes in the squat. If they have weak muscles on the lateral side of their hips, uh, sometimes their knees will valgus in or, or come in on the squat. Well, if that knee comes in, uh, during the squat movement went on the football field, for example, that could lead them more susceptible to a knee injury. And, and that's just one example of how we can help these kids. So summing up today's podcast, we talked about briefly what the Iron Dread Strength and Conditioning Program is. We talked about our tier system, how we load the bars how uh, we're going to load these kids and in control intensity. We talked about some of our injury prevention things that we're going to go through. And as the weeks go on and the podcast continues, we can talk more about these things and answer questions. Um, you can follow me, Coach Whitaker, on social media, on Twitter at, at Coach underscore Whitaker, and on Instagram at Coach underscore Whitaker 66. Well, this is... In closing, we would like to look to at our Dexter Athletics as we record this podcast right now. Uh, the Dexter hockey team played their first game this past weekend, and they proceeded to go out and pitch a 5 nothing shutout over the East Side Stars. Shout out to Chris Eberly, freshman goaltender, on that shutout in their first game of the season. So, all in all, we are very excited about this strength program. We're very excited about this podcast. It's only going to get better and better as we go through. We feel as though right now, if you listen through this all the way, I would thank you. Uh, sound quality is not the best right now. We're working with minimal equipment. And this is the first podcast yours truly has ever fully recorded or ever done. So it's only going to get better. We hope to put these out weekly have, as we said before, have some of our coaches on interviews, have some of our administrators and even uh, our student athletes to kind of keep spreading the word 
of this Iron Dread Strength and Conditioning Program because we feel strongly that this is going to be a great thing for Dexter High School and Dexter Athletics. So, until next week, remember, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win. We are on a quest to become Dread Stronger. Till next time, Chris Whitaker signing off. Thanks for listening to the Iron Dread podcast. Subscribe via SoundCloud to get weekly updates as new episodes come out. Note that all music involved in the show is the sole property of the artist and production labels from which the music came from. Also, all opinions and views expressed in this program are solely of the individuals involved and not the opinion of the entire Dexter Community Schools or Dexter Athletic Program. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back again next week on the Iron Dread Podcast.